What is up, guys? So I'm coming at you with my second podcast, and today's a big one. I'm really excited to talk about my journey on paying off $75,000 worth of debt. It was the biggest issue that I had in my life for many years, and I've finally come out of it um, stronger, happier, wiser than I was when I went into it. The reason why I want to share my story is I want to speak specifically to young people. I want to talk to people who are going to college, who are going to university, and think that they need to take out absorbent amounts of student loans to do so, who think they need to have their lifestyle uh, carried out through a credit card. Uh, That's what I did, and I couldn't tell you, uh, or I'm going to tell you actually, how shit it was and the decisions that I had to make to get out of it. Um, But first, let me take you through the journey of how I got in it. So I'm going to talk about my first time experiencing debt, the life borrowed money allowed me to live, the downfall, what it was like when I got to rock bottom, and then how I dug myself out of there. So the first time I ever experienced a large amount of debt was applying for OSAP. I was so excited. I was about to go to college. I was about to leave my family home. I couldn't wait to get the fuck away from my parents. I just wanted to run. I really did. So I chose the furthest college that I possibly could find, uh, which was Algonquin College up in Ottawa. And I was going for it. I applied for OSAP and I got approved for about $3,000 to $4,000 a semester. And it ended up totaling a total of uh, $20,000 from OSAP when it was all said and done. So I I essentially, I applied for OSAP. And I remember when I was applying for OSAP, they were asking for my parent information. And I thought that was funny. I was like, what does it matter how much money my parents make? They, They haven't really saved anything for me. And I already know their financial situation and it's uh it wasn't the best at that time and ultimately it was uh, the downfall of their their marriage but um it, it just uh it, i was like why are you asking for my parents info they're not helping me out this is all on me just give me my money uh, so i already went into it just with a weird mentality i found um and i just thought that was strange so yeah so i took my osap and i got to ottawa and the moment i got to ottawa i started partying like an animal i had never had so much money transferred to my account in one lump sum before i've never saw my bank account have a comma in it until the day osap put money in my account and it was like just over three thousand close to four thousand dollars and that was the first time i saw a comma in my bank account and i was so excited i was living the high life um, and essentially from there, that, that borrowed money allowed me just to live a lifestyle that uh, was was fake. You know, I was able to go to the bar. I was able to just take out girls. I was able to buy drinks. I was able, everything was on me, you know, and in conjunction with the OSAP, I also had a $5,000 credit card. So uh, I was getting about four grand a month or four grand a semester rather from OSAP. And I had that $5,000 credit card limit and I just went balls to the wall. Uh, lo and behold, I ended up leaving Algonquin College on a five-year suspension. So uh, it didn't work out too well, and I just pissed away a, a ton of money there. From there, I came back home, and I decided, you know, uh, I'm not done with my with my college rounds. Uh, I didn't make it at Algonquin, so let me go to Seneca College and see what they can do for me there. And again, the loans started piling up, so I took out another OSAP grant. And uh, not a grant, it was a loan. So I continued getting OSAP loans. And I, my credit card limit kept increasing. I couldn't believe it. My credit card would be maxed out $5,000. CIBC would contact me. Do you want a $2,000 credit limit increase? 
Why'd you even ask? Of course, of course, I'm taking that $2,000 credit card limit increase. And essentially that w- that happened for uh, four or five years on that credit card. Every time the card would come to the max, I would call CIBC or CIBC would call me. I'd get approved for a limit and, and that limit ballooned all the way to $20,000. Um, I thought it was crazy. There were times where I, I wasn't even employed and I had a credit limit of $20,000. Um, I thought that was just, just absolute lunacy. So, uh, with that, I'm at Seneca. Now I have OSAP loans. I have my credit card ballooning out of control. And I also decide to, you know, let me get another loan. Let me contact my dad and see if he would co-sign a student loan for me. And sure enough, um, I convinced them to do so. And he did. So when I was at Seneca, I took $40,000 from TD bank in the form of a student line of credit. I had another $20,000 of uh, credit card debt as well. And then I had my $20,000 of OSAP. Um, so it was pretty much topping out at $80,000 there. Uh, when it was all said and done and all finally t- finally tallied, I, I really couldn't believe it. The, the amount of debt was so overwhelming. I remember seeing a homeless guy on the street and thinking to myself, I wonder what his net worth is. Like, do you think his net worth is $0? Maybe he has a credit card. Maybe it's negative $1,000. I had negative $80,000 worth of net worth. It was the most defeating feeling for me. I, I can't even explain it. Um, you know, I'm not one to, to, to ever contemplate like suicide or anything like that, but the times were so dark. I, I didn't think I'd ever get out of it. And as well, when you're $80,000 in debt, that's not the only thing wrong in your life. Um, during this time of, of my Seneca program, I was failing school. I was in a horrible relationship with uh, a girl that I didn't treat with respect and I wasn't being respected by her. And it was just a self-fulfilling circle of um, just disappointment and bad decisions. So that fueled with all the debt, uh, I essentially found myself at rock bottom. And the rock bottom was I, 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 I took a little bit of a break from my girlfriend. Then we came back together and I found out she was um, you know cheating on me or hooking up with some other dude and I was just so defeated I had to leave the apartment that we were both sharing at the time and I had nowhere to go I couldn't afford my new place by myself Um, I couldn't afford to continue going to college there was no option of just finding my way into another residence I had to face the music and essentially I had to move back home and um, there wasn't a home to move back into because my parents ended up getting a divorce so they sold my childhood home my mom moved back into her parents house and my dad just bought a real really tiny ass apartment kind of in the ghetto of Clarkson. And I was living in that apartment with my dad and my two brothers. It was my dad in one room and me and my two brothers in the other room. So essentially it was uh, three grown ass men sleeping on uh, bunk beds and a single bed next to each other. And I was just so defeated. I was working at a warehouse. I didn't have a, essentially I didn't even have my own room to sleep in. I was sharing a room with the bros and I had all that debt. I didn't know where to go. Um, at this time, the party life completely came to a crashing end. I, I didn't have any friends because I could no longer sustain the life to go out with them. Um, and I wasn't really going to go hang out with them just to like, what, grab a cup of coffee or just chill in their basement or throw a ball around or something. Like, I was already in my mid 20s at that time. And uh, I just felt like that wasn't the acceptable thing to do. Everyone was going out, they were buying cars, they were getting careers. And I was just bumming around with all this debt. It was, uh, it was a really defeating feeling and, uh, and I didn't know where to go. 
So after the school came to the end, um, the OSAP grace period was up. So now my loans are coming due and I need to make my minimum payments. I remember my minimum payments were like $750. At this time, I was only making like 16 or 18 bucks an hour working in a warehouse. And the minimum payment was an entire paycheck of mine. So $900 would go to the minimum payment and the other $900 would just go to my life. Like I, I it's good cost me $900 a month just to sustain myself. Um, so I was going nowhere. I was making the bare minimum payment, sometimes not even making the full minimum payment. And then the rest of the money was just going um, into myself, uh, just, just living because I needed something to live off of. And I thought I wasn't going to get out of it. I never thought there was a way to, to get up out of this hole that I dug myself into. So uh, I essentially had to give my head a shake. And, and that was the time that I was at rock bottom when I tallied all of my debt. And I realized that if I were to continue only making the minimum payment, I would be debt free in 112 months. Um, I remember just breaking that down 112 months, worked out to like nine and a half years, and I thought I was never going to get out of it. So that was essentially the rock bottom the rock bottom moment of my debt journey. So I lived at rock bottom for uh, about six months. I, I thought that I could just continue kind of my party life or try to anyways. I'd try to go out and grab beers and go out and have a social life and just kind of mask the pain, but the debt was so overwhelming and the cards were all maxed out and I didn't really have anywhere to turn. So um, I was kind of SOL there and uh, I had no other choice but to turn my shit around. Like there just was no option. It was either just walk off into the forest and die or turn myself around. Like I thought about claiming bankruptcy, but the majority of my debt was student loans. So you couldn't even claim bankruptcy on student loans. So there was no way out of this. Their only way out of this was on my own accord. I had to figure out a way to do this. And um, two things happened to me during this time. One, I was introduced to Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey and uh, the program that Dave Ramsey runs really saved my life. He preaches um, this envelope system. So essentially, you take your entire paycheck out into cash and then you put it into specific envelopes, whether it's a rent envelope, a phone envelope, uh, an insurance envelope. And then you have all these envelopes filled with cash so you know exactly what you're spending every month and you don't go over. Everything that doesn't have an envelope allocated to it goes right to attacking the major balloon of the debt. Um, so that program and, and that discipline really helped me out. Uh, in conjunction with the program, he also took calls from like live callers from individuals that also had debt, and they called in about their success stories using his program. He hosted, uh, he obviously hosts a radio show, and one of the segments of the show was a debt-free scream. So these individuals would come on and they would talk about their journey of paying off sixty, seventy, a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, and then they would say how much money they made and how long it took. You know, it was I paid off fifty thousand dollars worth of debt, making ninety thousand dollars salary and it took me three and a half years and just to hear them break down how they did it and how they were able to build up their income and how the discipline of the envelopes really helped them I was sold I was so excited to start this journey and uh, I was so happy to have the motivation of Dave Ramsey the second thing that happened at this time was um, I, I fell in love with the gym. So there was a gym next door to my dad's place that was running like a $20 a month promotion. And I'm like, you know what? I can do that. I, if I'm not making money working overtime, at least I can go to the gym and start making some muscle. 
Um, so those are the two things, the Dave Ramsey in the gym, that really, really got my sights set on that final goal of becoming debt-free and essentially just reinventing myself into a new person. Um, after that, it was pretty much just six years of grinding. It was saying no to everything. No to your restaurant. No to your friends. No to your birthday parties. No, 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 I'm not going in. I'm not doing anything. I can't afford to do anything. I ballooned this debt to $80,000 over a course of four years, and it was probably going to take me about eight, nine, ten years to finally fully pay it off. So the, the party life was done. And um, the one thing that I would say that really helped me getting out of debt is just saying, no, I can't go out. I can't do anything. The only thing I said yes to was making money or making muscle. So if I'm not working overtime, I'm in the gym. If I'm not in the gym, I'm working overtime. And if it's neither of those, uh, then I'm just catching some good rest. And I'm just sitting at home waiting for the next opportunity to go to the gym, or waiting for the next opportunity to make some money. Um, so it was just the discipline that really helped me out um, to get through that, that big, that just to get through that debt. It was, it was crazy. So another thing that really helped me out was going through COVID. I really took COVID as an opportunity to completely restrict my lifestyle even more than I already could. Um, because there was no FOMO now. There was no one, no one was going out. I was, I was at home. Everyone else was at home. I took this opportunity to sell my car that got rid of the insurance, the gas, the tolls, all that nonsense that comes with a car. And I was able just to truly throw all that money at the debt. Um, I was really excited to do it and I just started banging them out one at a time. I started with the credit cards out of the highest interest rate, got rid of the credit card. The next was the OSAP loan. So I got rid of the OSAP loan. And then the final one was the TD line of credit. And, and that took the longest, obviously, because it was ballooned at $40,000. But I just kept paying that off slowly but surely. Um, I got to a point where I was able to start paying off $1,000 a month, $1,100 a month. And I just kept plugging away at that rate for uh for about 40 months and uh and i'm happy to say that i'm officially debt free as of september 2022 i was able to make my last payment to my last student loan i couldn't believe it it, it took me about uh i think it was in total about 70 months or so to get there uh, my initial projection was 112 months so i was able to shave off uh, almost a quarter of that and, and that was just through the discipline and through uh, through my ability to upgrade my skills and, and to make some more money so i think i just want to end off on that note there i just wanted to share my story on how i got debt free um, if you're going through debt, I understand what you're going through. I, I really do. So I would love to hear from you. I would love to help you out. And if you have any questions about my journey and how I did it, uh, I would love to answer any of those. So feel free to just shoot me a message. My, my email is in the description here. Um, and I want to help every young person get out of debt. If you can learn the skills and learn the discipline to get out of debt, that's great. Uh, but if you can have the foresight to never get into debt, that is even better. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this one, guys. I hope to come at you again with another podcast because I really like doing them um, and I really appreciate your time. Thanks.